You're listening to Language Casters Football Podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to week 7 of Language Casters Football Podcast for all fans of the beautiful game who are interested in practicing their English skills. Now my name is Damien and I'm in London and I'm really looking forward to another action-packed weekend of football here. Damien is of course in Tokyo, Japan and we'll be catching up with him a little later on in the show. Now this week's show is all about Germany, or at least this season's Bundesliga. And so Hans, our regular German correspondent, will be telling us all about what's going on there in our main report. And before that, of course, Damon and I will be looking back at the footballing stories that have made the news from around the world this week. And we also have a new English for football expression. And then we finish up with our predictions battle. Hey, oh, let's go. Hey, oh, let's go. Right, I'm going to kick off this week's Good, the Bad and the Ugly by featuring the Spanish League, and in particular the two big teams there, Real Madrid and Barcelona. Now Real, with Ronaldo playing on the left and Kaká, both scored against uh, Villarreal to maintain their 100% record in the league and stay top. But not to be outdone, Barcelona, last year's champions of Spain and Europe, also won, with this time with a 4-1 thrashing of Racing Santander. And uh, Lionel Messi got a brace after Ibrahimovic opened the scoring with a typical far post header. That's his fourth goal in fourth games. That's a good start for the two favourites for the Spanish crown. Can anyone stop them, I wonder? Damon, how about you? What was good? Well, my good is it's common sense in J-League. Um, as the match that we mentioned this before, actually a couple of weeks ago, that was abandoned on the 12th of September between Kawasaki and Kashima with 15 minutes remaining. This is in uh, the J-League in Japan. The match is going to be replayed on the 7th of October, but with just those 15 minutes uh, remaining. Kashima were losing 3-1 at the time, and they called for the whole game to be replayed, which would have been madness. Uh, But the Japanese Football Association made the rational and right choice, and it looks as though leaders Kashima barring a miracle, will drop more points. And for my bad this week, well, uh, Queen's Park Rangers, QPR owner Flavio Briatore, well, co-owner, I should say, is in a spot of bother after getting caught up in the Formula One scandal involving Renault. As the Renault team principal, Briatore ordered Nelson Piquet Jr. to deliberately crash to help his teammate. Um, Now, that match or that race-fixing row is a huge story in F1, And it may have repercussions for the London side, despite being dubbed the richest club in the world when Lakshima Mita bought the club. QPR are finding that money can't guarantee success as they sit 12th in the championship, the second tier in English football. Uh, Bad for QPR. How about you, Damien? What's bad? Yeah, it's a really interesting story about Briatore and QPR. But I'm going to focus on the Argentinian national manager, that's Diego Maradona, because he was ordered to hand over his diamond earrings to Italian tax authorities this week after a recent trip to the country. Because Maradona owes a staggering 37 million euros in unpaid taxes and fines. So the 4,000 euros the diamonds were actually worth are only a drop in the ocean. Pretty bad for Diego. 
Now, for Rugby this week, we're going to, unfortunately, turn again to the topic of racism. And there were two stories this week in England. First up was the Blackburn striker, El Hadjouf, who claimed he was racially abused by Everton fans during last week's Premier League match. The police have also questioned him after an altercation with those fans. Then earlier this week, Blackpool manager Ian Holloway stated that one of his players, Jason Ewell, was racially abused by a Stoke City fan in the Carling Cup. Pretty ugly all round, though we should applaud Jason Yule's decision to confront the so-called fan. Hello and welcome to the Bundesliga. My name is Hans and I'm delighted this season because my team, Sport Club Freiburg, are back in the top flight again after several seasons in the second league. However, as always with the Bundesliga, Everybody is talking about Bayern München. Other leagues in Europe have two or three contenders for the title, but it seems in the Bundesliga there is only one team at the beginning of the year. And who could argue? Bayern München have loads of money. They've bought great players. Mario Gomez, Robin. They have Frank Ribéry, a new coach, Van Gaal, and they seem to be finding their stride. After six games, they're sitting in third and slowly coming to grips with each other's play. So what makes the Bundesliga so exciting? It's when Bayern München don't win. When they fall, other teams have a chance to pick up the scraps. Last year, it was Wolfsburg. A few years ago, Stuttgart. And this year, Hamburg and Bayer Leverkusen are the two teams tipped to be right on their heels at the end of the season. At the moment, Hamburg is playing beautifully and sit on the top of the table. Bayer Leverkusen are sitting in second. But there are many other teams in the league that people don't talk about. Hoffenheim, last year's dream team, are sitting in fourth and are playing extraordinarily well. Mainz, just promoted, have already performed above what people expected them to. And my team, Freiburg, sit in 11th, having beaten Schalke away from home. And that's right. In the Bundesliga, the big teams are finding it hard at the moment. Schalke, Mönchengladbach, Dortmund, Stuttgart, Köln have all started very slowly. Of course, Bayern München will be there at the end, but all the neutrals, myself included, will hope they fall so that we see another champion of the Bundesliga come July 2010. Danke schön und auf Wiedersehen. Enjoy the games. Tschüss. Great stuff there from Hans, our Bundesliga correspondent, and good to hear that his team are doing so well. Now, if you'd like to download the transcript for that report, you can do so by coming along to languagecaster.com. And there you'll also find transcripts and notes for all the other features of the show, including the good, the bad and the ugly, and our regular weekly football phrase. And talking of which, here is this week's English for Football. Yaggity-yag, and don't talk back. Yaggity-yag, yaggity-yag. Yaggity-yag. This week's English for football expression is sleeping giant, which means that someone or something has not yet demonstrated the full extent of its powers. In football, we often use this phrase to refer to a big club that maybe has not performed as well as it used to do, but has lots of potential to do so again in the future. 
And this week, Alex Ferguson, the Manchester United manager, called Wolves a sleeping giant because it used to be the top team in England in the 1950s and after some years in the lower divisions, is slowly recovering, though not yet to its former glory. Sleeping giant. Yeah, we'd like to say thanks to all those who posted in this week, including Juventus fan Tardellino, who voted in our Serie A poll and also enjoyed our online Italian football quiz. Also, a big thank you to all those who signed up for our free weekly newsletter. Remember, sign up and you could win a Brazilian football shirt. And of course, to Peter, whose post on why he doesn't like football has provoked quite a lot of comment on the site this week. He's also agreed to be our guest predictor in this week's prediction battle. Should be interesting indeed. Now, Juventus feature in this week's predictions as they play in the Champions League. But before we come on to that, let's take a quick look back at last week's matches, which is a good one for Damon, who correctly predicted the score of the Hamburg-Leverkusen match to move within a point of me at the top of the table. Now, for this week's games, we feature one of the biggest games in German football, that's the Ruhr derby, as well as matches from the Argentinian League and, of course, the Champions League. Now, I've already mentioned that Peter is forecasting the games this week, and you can see his choices by coming along to the site. Now, I wonder what Damon's got for this week. Right, let's start off this week's predictions with uh, two games from the Bundesliga, starting off with the big Ruhr derby, and I think this is going to end up all square. Dortmund 2, Schalke 2. Now, the other big game in Germany is Hamburg against Bayern Munich. We heard Hans talking about these two teams in his report, and I think this will also be a draw. Hamburg 1, Bayern Munich 1. Now we're going over to Argentina for the Estudiantes Boca Juniors game, a big game there, and I think the home side will sneak it 2-1. Now, Champions League starts next Tuesday and Wednesday, and uh, we've got uh, Italian side Fiorentina against Liverpool, Damon's team. And I think Liverpool will find it quite difficult here. This will be a nil-nil draw, although they probably won't be too unhappy with that. Now, back to Bayern Munich. They're at home against Juventus in the Champions League in one of the big games. A mouth-watering tie here indeed. And uh, I think the German side are going to have too much for the Italians. It's going to be one-nil. And our final game this week is Manchester United against another German team. This is Wolfsburg. And I think they've got too much experience, the Red Devils. And they're going to beat Wolfsburg 2-1. Damon, what do you think? Let's start with the uh, Ruhr derby Dortmund against Schalke. This is a nailed-on draw, as you suggest. But I think it's going to be 1-1. Um, in the Bundesliga again, we've got Hamburg against Bayern Munich. Uh, Bayern Munich have some problems. And I think Hamburg are going to win this one 1-0 at home. And uh, Argentina, Estudiantes against Boca Juniors. Boca have had an awful start. Estudiantes playing very well. And uh, as you think, I think they will win 1-0 to Estudiantes. Champions League, Fiorentina against Liverpool. Now, Liverpool, of course, my team, um, away in Italy. They have a pretty good record, though, against Italian sides, and I think they're going to sneak a 1-0 away victory, um, and then they'll be able to coast the rest of the group, I think. Bayern Munich, again, against Juventus, a much more, uh, a much tougher draw, I think, this. And I think it's going to be a 1-1 draw. I think uh, Juve are playing well. They're going to get a draw, um, even though Bayern Munich will be pulling out all the stops to... Uh, win this one I think and then Manchester United against Wolfsburg what can you say Manchester United just don't lose it seems uh, after the weekend 4-3 victory over Manchester City uh, in the 59th minute of extra time 
They're going to win it again, aren't they? They're going to probably win with a penalty on the 94th minute and uh, gigs or score. 1-0. Uh, to Manchester United against Wolfsburg. Those are my predictions. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Enjoy all the football, and we'll see you again next week. Bye-bye. Goodbye, everybody. See you next week. Enjoy all the football.